You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Domino's. Delhi remain winless as Bangalore have beaten David Warner's team by 23 runs to hand them their fifth straight loss of this season. With me is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz, Delhi looking a little too lost now, right? Not a little too lost, Mandra. I think they're looking completely lost. I mean, in this match, they weren't there. I would say right from the time they came out to bat, uh, even when they were bowling 172, you felt you know they had held a, a strong Bangalore lineup, batting lineup to within reasonable limits. But if you lose four wickets in the power play, then you virtually surrender the match there itself. And this seems to have been the problem for for Delhi right through the season, isn't it? They're just losing too many wickets up front, and after that, it becomes you know mission impossible. And this was yet another massive defeat they've suffered, and I, I'm I'm afraid there seems to be no silver lining on the cloud at all. Okay, let me take you all through some of the big scores. Virat Kohli scored his third half century in four matches this season, after he and Faf gave Bangalore a strong start, scoring 42 in 4.3 overs before Faf. Fell to Mitch Marsh on 22. Virat smashed Mustafizur for 19 runs in the 10th over before falling to Lalit Yadav in the next over on 50. Glenn Maxwell came out to bat at number four and made a 14 ball 24 as Delhi did well to restrict Bangalore to 174 for six. Delhi's chase was doomed from the start with Prithvi Shaw and Mitch Marsh getting out on ducks. Yash Dhul lost his wicket on one and this time even skipper David Warner. Couldn't put up a fight as he got out on 19, and the team was down to 30 for four in 5.4 overs. Manish Pandey saved the team from a big defeat, scoring 50 of 38 before he fell to one into Hasaranga, and Delhi were reduced to 98 for seven in 13.6 overs at the fall of his wicket. Eventually, they finished on 191, 151 for nine. I'm sorry, losing by 23 runs. Uh, Ayaz, let me just start with uh, some of the happy bits of this match. Uh, for a man who's supposed to be out of the running for a spot in the Indian uh, T20 international team because you know age, Virat <laughs> just putting up a solid challenge, asking why third 15 four matches. I think he's just come rolling back into form after a prolonged, protracted period of lull, as we know. Uh, you know, we've been reminded about it so often. Two and a half, three years almost. He just couldn't get going at all in any format. And then in the last six, seven months, things have turned around for him. I think one has to give him credit for keeping his cool, keeping his, you know, keeping himself mentally prepared, mentally tough. Uh, I don't think there was too much wrong with him technically. Yes, maybe some little vulnerabilities had crept in, which he ironed out. And in every format now, he's coming back and scoring runs with a vengeance, as if to make up for lost time. This was another. Marvelous half century, and I thought this is what is making you know the claims for Bangalore this year to that much stronger. If Virat is in form, and if they reach the playoffs, then they have a they have a realistic chance of making take, taking a shot at the title. But of course, I don't want to get ahead of what's happening right now. For the moment, I think Kohli batting in this form is very good news for Bangalore. Also, just wanted to ask: Is this now going to be like the curse of the ten-team format? I mean, that's you know, there's always this one team that takes a while to get going. Last season, I know Mumbai; they didn't win the first of their last eight matches. This time round, Delhi's not won their first five. 
uh, you know, last year we were so excited about the new a ten team format because everybody was talking about how new talent would be groomed. But does this also, in a way, that uh, you know, does this also, in a way, mean that you know, talent is spread out just a little too thin now? Well, you know, it cuts both ways. I mean, look at some uh, team like Rajasthan. They are doing extremely well. They finished runners up last season, and now this season they've begun very strongly. So uh, yes, the, the spread of talent is going to get thinner because there are more teams. But it's also true that more and more young talent is coming through, especially from India. So you know, you've got the likes of say Rinku Singh and some of the others, Tilak Varma, who also played last season, but this year they're they're really coming along superbly. So. I mean, look. There's also talk of expanding the league to maybe 12 teams in the future or 16 teams, so that you have a six, eight months long season. That's all in the future. But right now, I think teams that are doing well are doing well because their players are delivering. In Delhi's case, the players are just not delivering. Just have to ask you about Manish Pandey. Made a handy 50 in the chase, uh, but you know he wasn't part of Delhi's plans when the season started. It was Sarfaraz who they actually uh, started the season with. Uh, they gave him a couple of games, and then they went to Manish. Of course, you know the form that Sarfaraz has had in the last year that had to happen. But just from Manish's point of view, wanted to know uh, how does this work on a psyche of a player? Because even Manish had scored a few centuries in the Ranji Trophy before coming in for this season. This is a new uh, franchise for him. So you know, first season with Delhi. So you know, um, being benched at the start. How does that work for a psyche of a player? You know, would it have bothered him to not have started the season? I mean, he he wasn't a, a first choice even for Delhi, wasn't he? Isn't it? So I mean, he was there in the squad, which has turned out to be actually good for Delhi because he's one guy who at least looked like in good form in making this half century. He's a very seasoned pro, as we know. He's been around for a long, long time. He's obviously a very skillful player in this format in white ball cricket. Uh, whether he should have played earlier or not, I thought that they, you know, they pitched their hopes on young talent, Prithvi Shaw, Sarfraz Khan, and some of the others, and of course, overseas talent, uh, David Warner, Mitch Marsh. Nothing seems to have gone right for them. And if Manish Pandey has come in and scored this sparkling half century, then obviously he's going to become a central figure going ahead. Just want to also ask about Akshar Patel. Wants to be known as a batting all-rounder, and he's shown this season, you know, just why he is handy with the bat as well. He scored a uh, twenty-one of fourteen today, uh, but at number seven, you think Delhi is wasting him so lower down the order? Look, I think Akshar Patel has actually been amongst, in my opinion, the most improved player uh, in the Indian, you know, in the upper echelons of Indian cricket. So he's. Done extremely well in Test cricket. He's done well in ODIs. He's done extremely well even in T20. So he's been one of one of one player who's advanced his claims to be recognised as amongst the premier players in the in the country and now emerging as one of the finest players in in the world. So I think maybe yes, they should they should use him or consider using him higher up because he's a guy who's at least delivering some runs. So now, what does Delhi do? I mean, um, Prithvi Shaw's top score so far has been 15 in the five matches he's played. Or uh, you know, do they have the players to bring in, make some wholesale changes, or you know, do do they just say a prayer and prayer and take the field for the next game? <laughs> Look, in this format, you can never say what is uh, that you know a team is doomed or can't recover. We've seen that in the past. We've seen in the past Mumbai losing five, six, seven matches and then going on to win the title. So as they say, you know the Hindi cliche goes, T20 में कुछ भी हो सकता है. So Delhi will keep their fingers crossed and hope guys like Prithvi Shaw, Mitch Marsh, and some of the others click. And you know they've got a reasonably good bowling side, especially the spinners with Kuldeep Yadav, Akshar, 
and you know Dalit Yadav. So they'll be hoping that they get runs. They're just not getting enough runs. That's been their biggest problem, and they have to find a way out of that. Okay, just one last question before I let you go, Ayaz. Lucknow versus Punjab is Saturday's night fixture. Lucknow won the last two of their games. Punjab, of course, coming on the heels of two defeats. How do you see this one going? I think Lucknow will start as as uh, as the favourites. They've been in very good form. The match they won against uh, Bangalore was a reminder that they are they are tough cookies. They don't surrender easily. They've got some fine players. Nicholas Pural amongst them as a finisher at the top. You know we haven't seen Quinton Decock as yet. We'll have to wait and see if he plays. Kail Rahul is the guy who needs runs. Needs runs. And then they've got Krunal Pandya, Ravi Bishnoi. You know, it's it's a very balanced team. They've got fast bowlers, they've got spinners, they've got very good batting lineup. So it'll be tough for Punjab. Thank you so much for taking time out, Ayaz. Thank you, thank you, Milda. Bye bye. That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd, Khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar Banaye, and Dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod. And a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. 